Hello, welcome to Lunar Living. We are two sisters sharing our journey of life and motherhood. Join us as we explore our spiritual roots, tuning in with our bodies and the pulse of nature's intelligence. Let's get real with it as we laugh, cry, and grow through this life together. We are your co-hosts, Sarai Irie and Jordan Ariel. Hello, hello. Welcome, everyone. Today, we are um, recording this a few days before it will be released, but it is currently the month of Tevet. In um, according to the Hebrew lunar calendar, um, it's the eighth today. It's a sixth. Oh, okay. And um, yeah, so we're talking today a little bit about the energies of this month, and also going over Ooh. my new moon vacation. Um, and we're calling it my new moon because it was like a honeymoon, but for our 10 year anniversary. So it was our new moon and, and <laughs> on the new moon. I love that so much. I'm just like, it's one of those things where it lines up and you're just like, hey. Yeah, it was not planned. Like so many things in life, just serendipitous. And yeah, I didn't even. And then I then I lost track of where the moon cycle was actually at because I forget that I'm tuning in with that, you know, <laughs> to get caught up in my day to day. And I was caught up in my vacation with my hubby. And then, um, <laughs> on the day of the actual new moon, I was like, what is the moon phase right now? Did I miss the new moon? And my husband was like, no, actually it's the new moon right now. <laughs> so I was like, it's funny yeah, that he, dope. he knew, <laughs> Yeah, actually, a similar thing happened to me as well, because I was like, I knew it was coming up. And then I was like, oh, shoot, when is that? And I was like, oh, it's tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that was really cool. It's part of the process. So it, it'll be cool as like our early listeners, too. You'll get to watch us like because we're going to become more well versed and we'll be like, oh, yes, obviously the moon is in its waxing gibbous phase right now. And I know this because I was looking at it last night. Well, actually, since the new moon, I have been noticing it um waxing mm -hmm. yeah yeah waxing wax on yeah <laughs> okay yeah I have been noticing it growing like it looks like a little fingernail clipping and then looks like a you let your nails grow out a little long you got it <laughs> clipping <laughs> but really like it it looked so beautiful last night just hanging in the sky and I've really felt the reverence for it this month so we are you know already on that journey and tuning into it more and more yeah so um yeah so Tevet's about um feminine energy and so and that's anger. cool huh I said and anger <laughs> and anger yeah so that was something that um, when I found when we were looking into it and I was like, okay, it's the angry month that I'm going <laughs> on my new moon trip. That's wonderful. Yay. I was like, I'm not going to lean into that because I want to <laughs> enjoy my vacation. <laughs> right, <yeah. laughs> but I have the whole month. 
I have the whole month to explore all the different aspects of this month. And um, yeah. So it was a really good trip, though. We went on a Caribbean cruise to, um, we stopped in Jamaica and Nassau in the Bahamas. Wow. We had two sea days. It was five days total. So it started in Miami. So we flew to Miami and um, we had a red eye flight. And I don't I have to say the hardest part about the whole vacation was leaving my babies in the beginning. Mm. So also we did our trip over Hanukkah because that's when our anniversary fell this year. And we're just like, it's our 10 year. And this trip is available during this time and we're just going to do it. So we were there for the first two nights with our family and then we came back um, for the eighth night which ends up being like the big night with our fam- with our like parents and mm-hmm. you know that part of the family. Um, so that was how we, we planned it out because we're extreme. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> it, was, it was good but yeah we did end up leaving on the second night at like our flight was supposed to be at 11:45 p.m. Actually, it was supposed to be at 12:30. Then it got moved to 11:45, like months ahead of time. And then as we are basically arriving at my parents' house, because we were gonna like spend Hanukkah there, have some latkes, some sufganyot, which are jelly-filled donuts that are super yummy. Mm-hmm. Um, because everything is cooked in oil to signify the miracle of the Hanukkah oil, which we've talked about on previous episodes. But um, so we're there and I'm like, kind of like, oh my gosh, I'm going to be leaving my babies, but it's going to be okay. Mm. And I'm just going to spend these few minutes bonding with them and spending this time and being in the presence of my family. And I'm like, okay. (sighs) And then Jordan goes, oh my gosh, I just looked at my phone to check in for our flight and they have moved our flight up 30 minutes. So now it's leaving at 11.15. Yeah. Cue panic attack. Oh my (laughs) gosh. I started crying. I was like, what the heck? Because that was like, that was 30 minutes that I was going to like breastfeed and like be with my babies. Right. And also, also, I wasn't even fully packed yet because we were like, you know what? Let's just get to Hanukkah, spend a few minutes. We'll leave the babies and then run back and I'll finish packing because I was with the babies the whole time. And Jordan was picking up extra shifts at work to try and like help pay for the cruise. So he was like gone. And then anytime the babies were down for a nap, I would be like, great, I can pack. And then it would be like, they're napping in my room. Um, yeah. So I just didn't until like right before so ah it was so it just felt really like intense and rushed and like we just like showed up to Hanukkah and then we were like okay like let me shovel some food real quick even though I didn't want to eat at all because I was like panicked and feeling Uh, stressed out but I was like you're about to go like on a plane and whatever yeah. just it's eat Hanukkah this, it's eat Hanukkah. the fucking donut <laughs> I was like my mom made brisket <laughs> I couldn't even taste the brisket because I was just like so wired so yeah definitely was not feeling super like spiritual and grounded in that time yeah, I was like man. just whacked out and like we gotta go and then I'm like dude like you're going on a vacation your stress is like 
that you're, you know. Yeah, but also sometimes when that happens, it like compounds because you're like, you're supposed to be happy. And you're <laughs> like, but I'm not. And I suck for that. At least that's how I get like, yeah, for like sure. I'm like, oh my gosh. For sure. So anyway, finally, like we left. I kissed all the babies and told them I love them and goodbye. And it was hard. But also I was like, okay. And then we got in the car and Jordan was like, my energy's whack right now. I was like, me too. Because we were just like not expecting that. We get back to my house and I'm like, okay, I need to like, I have my list. I'm checking everything, throwing the last few things in my suitcase. And then I'm like, okay. And I need the breast pump. Oh gosh. And my B. <laughs> Yeah. After we spent like the entire week deep cleaning our house so that it would be nice when we came back, we ripped everything apart and pulled everything out of the cabinets looking for the freaking breast pump, which we did not find. Oh. I still and then I Isn't just I realized when the, you you had lent it to me for my honeymoon. That's not the one I was looking for. I oh. have another one. And I realized after we got back that I left it at mom's house. Oh, my good. Like back at the Halloween party. So Yeesh, bro. I, I brought like another one that somebody had given me that I'd never used before. And I'm like going through the bag trying to make sure I have all the parts for it. And Jordan's like, we got to go. We got to go. We got to go. Let's go. Come on. Get in the car. And I'm like, <laughs> and um, so we I, I'm just like, he's like, just you have all the parts. They're all in the bag. And I'm like, I don't know that. This is just a bag of random breast pump parts from like yeah, a bunch no. of different pumps. I, I don't know what's going on. With I got to double check that shit. <laughs> so I was trying to double check it. And eventually it was just like time's up. And so we just threw it all in the car. And I was like, uh, here's a hand pump. Like, I hope that this is functioning. Threw that in. That was what I ended up using. So it worked? So the hand pump worked. Uh -huh. It was, But it was like a manual. Like you have to oh my gosh. pump, pump, pump. Your hands one very boob strong at a strong now. <laughs> oh my gosh. Gosh, yeah. I hardly had the patience to pump on my trip like with a breast pump. Yeah. I was just like sitting there like. Mm. You know what? It made me like just have to lean into trust because I was like, everything happens for a reason. Mm -hmm. God's got my back. Like. I'm okay. Mm. It's going to be okay. And yes, like we're responsible for our actions and had I prepared better, whatever, whatever. I yeah. just, at that point, what it was, it was. And I was just like, Hashem, take care of me. Yeah. You know? So, um, okay. And then you took the red eye. Oh yeah. And so we were like, I kind of slept a little bit on the red eye, but mm -hmm. you know, not too much. Cause the seats were not like they were kind of sitting straight up but it was fine it was just nice to be with Jordan and I started decompressing like over the time of like the flight and everything like the anxiety like it was so intense when we left that it took me like two days to like yeah I can like even <laughs> get anxious like. I know I'm like sorry guys for the anxious vibes but you know that's what it was that was how it's okay anyone I was who has anxiety can probably relate yeah. You know, we're laughing about it now. Yeah. No, In the no, moment, it's, it's like, don't it's fucking fine. laugh or else. <laughs> <laughs> That's me. I'm literally like, I'll kill you. <laughs> that is you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Someone tries to make a joke at me and I'm like, I'm out for blood. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, so, yeah. Energy. But we were both for sure feeling it. And we were like, but we knew our babies were fine. They were with our moms, like, 
my mom and his mom and like they're both so loving and so experienced and so good with them and so they were fine we get to Miami and it was cool it was like different culture like as soon as we get um you know in the uber our uber driver was so funny um I really liked him oh my gosh I'm like what was his I, I forgot his name but anyway um he was he was like a african-american guy and he was talking like he was like talking crap about people who like move to america and don't ever learn how to speak english oh my gosh <laughs> one of those was, guys yeah but it was just funny i was sort of like well you know i mean sometimes like people just like get into their own little community and it just like is what it is and he was like wow you're uh you're very open-minded <laughs> <laughs> he's like he was like don't get me wrong like i speak yo hablo espanol and like oh, whatever oh. but he's like i think he's part of like maybe like a cuban community or something right based off of where they live but oh, and uh, he's from florida so he's probably like a more conservative fellow maybe i don't know know. he was also trying to sell us weed so oh (laughs) nice yeah welcome to miami right he was like it's legal here so i was like yeah it's legal in cali too but you know we're chilling right now but he was like you want anything stronger kind of yeah Yeah. he was like implying that and we're like he's like i just do this uber to uh (laughs) to network yeah exactly um but yeah it was a cool it was cool like the you could like feel the cultural difference just being around you know the people there it felt more mm -hmm. caribbean like there's like everybody like the immigrants here and we were talking about that too um with the uber driver like we're more in like we have a lot more mexican culture influence where Mm -hmm. we live in california in southern california and um so i like grew up eating like mexican candy from the ice cream truck and that's yeah it's my favorite kind of candy still to this day i'm like mm-hmm. give me that porparindo. so good mm, my gosh i love it that all the tamarind candy is like my favorite with the chili and i love that i love mexican candy what i don't love is like the super sweet shit you know what i mean oh yeah no i Ugh. like i like this the like spicy zesty candy mm-hmm, that's like my tamarind. favorite yum mm-hmm. and i'll like this? eat lemons with salt on them all the time yeah yeah totally i did that more when i was a kid my right. grandma used to yell at me because she'd be like your teeth <laughs> yeah well your teeth are strong do you yeah. remember those like tamarind sticks it was like a straw coated with tamarind had tamarind seeds on it oh yeah yeah those were good yeah i know you can get those like they have them at a lot of restaurants nowadays you can get like a bloody mary with one of those straws or like different cocktails with those straws yeah, but they're like chamoy they're yeah they don't they're they're more processed they don't have like seeds and like they're not like just yeah. like tamarind pulled out of the thing and just like stuck to the straw it's like mm-hmm. i think also in santa clarita growing up like our ice cream man may have been like more connected yeah he was like more authentic mm-hmm. i think to the culture yeah i don't know but here it's not exactly it's a little it's a little more americanized right yeah 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 so but yeah there it was cool like everybody like all um we ended up going to like a restaurant it was we ordered um 
I was just really hungry when we got there and there were like there was a hummus appetizer. It was just kind of like a basic like it was like a diner was what we thought we were going to, but it actually was a little bit more like bougie than that, which we enjoyed. Yes. <laughs> and um there was a, a hummus appetizer and I was like, yeah, you know, whatever. Like I just need to eat some. I tried to order like these like dough ball things they had, but they weren't ready yet because we were there earlier in the morning. Mm. And so I ordered the hummus appetizer and dude, it was the best hummus I've had in the US. Really? Yeah. It was like just That's this crazy. place. I don't know. It was like so good and it had like yo- a big scoop of like local yogurt in the middle of it Ooh. and you know oil yeah, and it was just you like can't fresh like baked pita it was so good I was like what are we in Tel Aviv right now because this tastes like we are in Tel Aviv right yeah, now. Yeah I haven't had good hummus since I was in Israel Yeah, like here if you order that like as an appetizer it tastes like they like, scooped out some like Sabroso or whatever it's called. Sabra. Yeah, I was expect. That's what I told <laughs> like, Jordan. I was like, "What the heck? I was expecting some Sabra. This is like yeah. they make this here, and it's good." Hell yeah, dude! You could like order that in Israel. Oh my gosh, like a roasted mushroom hummus, and they'll it'll like be like hummus, and then in the middle has like sautéed mushrooms with onions and like oil, and then they just bring you this like like bread bowl of like pita. For yeah. the table. Oh my gosh. It's like part of the culture too. Like Taking here here you're like it's like late night, you're hanging out with your friends, you're like, let's go out for pizza. There they're yeah. like, let's go out for hummus. And everybody like you just order like a big thing for everybody at the tables, like dipping, like or you could order like, mm. you know, everyone will get like a you get like a few for everybody and the whole everyone's just dipping their pita Damn. and the whole oh I'm my hungry. Gosh. <laughs> We're like just talking about food this whole time. Oh, so good. Um, anyway, we ordered way too much food, and um, but it was delicious. Anyway, then we ended up taking. Um, oh, we ended up walking because we we had them drop us off in this neighborhood called Windwood, which actually our friend Sam told us about. Um, oh, cool! But we went over there and it's like the arts district and so it's murals everywhere like the walls are just like murals every building Mm. everywhere you look even like the you know houses like some of them are like broken down shacks just like completely painted and I ended up after we ate I went to this like um market there was like an artisan market next door Mm. And I'm just, you know, I wanted to experience a little bit of Miami, too. So I'm glad that we did have an earlier flight. So we were able to do that. And um, there I bought like some soap off like a local vendor. So I had like homemade soap when we were on the cruise. That's Um, so nice. Yeah. When we were on our trip, I was like, Alex, pack the shampoo and conditioner bars. By the way, if you're not privy to those, they're amazing. But you got to know which ones to buy. Anyways. I'm not going to shout them out till they sponsor me. But <laughs> <laughs> DM me. I'll let you know. Um, yeah. And he was like, why don't we just use the one at the hotel? And I was like, no, it's horrible. Yeah. It's always horrible. And your hair feels like, hey. And he's like, no, it doesn't. And I'm like, dude, you have short hair. Yeah. Like, if you still had long hair, you would appreciate me bringing the shampoo bars. Yeah. Like, you got to bring your own soap, you know? Right. So we didn't, but we... You bought some. We we did. And the vendor was telling me, she's like, yeah, this neighborhood used to be really bad. She was like, like you 
she's like, I wouldn't go here before. Like it was, you know, it was like mm. not, dangerous. It was dangerous. It was not a good neighborhood at all. And she's like, but they've really like it's changed a lot for the better. I'm like, I'm sure some of the locals aren't happy about that. But honestly, it's beautiful. Just art everywhere and like really like ref the arts are like really reflective of the culture and like um, yeah what vibes they did you get from the art like you know like there was like there was like some native american there was mm -hmm. like a native american mural that i saw that was like you know um remember the original locals and it had like oh, pictures cool. of like native americans i thought that was really cool and then there was like a mural that said um w i love winhood mm -hmm. you know and i'm like oh that's probably what they used to call it especially like mm -hmm. back you know or the locals were like oh over in winhood yeah yeah you know or maybe that's what their name like they're like this is my hood yeah i don't know yeah it so. seems very thought provoking mm -hmm. <laughs> so but it was like cro it was like wood was crossed out mm -hmm. and it said hood or whatever yeah yeah that's cool like your like community yeah and the, i don't know there was all kinds of art like i can't even capture it all because there's just like so much so much different stuff i highly recommend going and checking it out if you're in miami i feel like that was definitely the thing for us to do like when we only had a limited amount of time so mm -hmm. we went there and then we went to target to look for a breast pump oh cool <laughs> or like you know try and figure Anything, out yeah. but i mean seriously They're the like, cheapest electric yeah. electric pump was like 300 uh -huh, yep. and i'm like we could like buy it and return it, but I guess that would be kind of unethical. Like I don't know, I just didn't feel it's kind of unethical like for breast pumps to cost that much. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but you can get them through your insurance for yeah. free if you have. But insurance, yeah, so, so that's good. But you know, anyways, we ended so up. We went. We didn't get a breast pump, but we just like got some snacks and mm -hmm. then we. And a you know few essentials or whatever. And we went to the cruise ship. And we went to the ship, and the ship was amazing. It was so pretty. Like inside, it was like the Vegas Strip, but inside a wow. boat. It was huge, huge. It's like those cruise ships are enormous. It's like a skyscraper but sideways. Yeah, dude. Whenever I've seen them before, I'm like, that must have cost a lot of money to build. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's like insane. who who was like, I have a profitable idea. They must have used like an old like navy ship or something at first, like old parts for that. Yeah. I mean, I well, the imagine. Titanic was like one of the yeah. original cruise ships, basically. Mm. Right. So we talked about the Titanic like while we were on the ship like a few times too because it's just so interesting and I mean there even is a little bit of that culture on there because there's all the people who are there to enjoy the cruise and then there's the staff and the mm. staff has their own parts like they're not allowed to go to like you know the shows and the restaurants and the places where you party they have their whole own culture like below decks or whatever wow and it's insane I mean I'm like how is this like labor law ethical like they work seven we were talking to one of the bartenders and everybody's from different parts of the world too and they all it's like have their on, name like, the, and they're, they're on the water so they don't have to <laughs> right. follow the same laws but they have their name and the country that they're from on their name tag and so like the cruise ships will like i think from what i understand they like pick them up from their home country 
And then they like return them there after seven months and they have two months off. So seven months on the ship, two months off the ship. Mm. Whoa. Yeah. So I'm like, does any, I was asking him, does anybody have a family or like, and he's like, you know, there are like couples, like married couples that work on the ships together, but like you can't have your kids with you or like anything like that. So it's sort of like something that you do if you're like in a, a young adventurer or like really desperate. I don't right. know. Yeah. Or yeah. I, but also I could imagine it would be like, you don't have to pay rent the whole time you're there. I'm like, I could see Jordan's like, I could totally see like if in another life, like if I didn't have like a wife right. and kids wanting to like work on a cruise ship, cause right. you're just on the open seas and on an adventure for seven months, mm -hmm. you know, and, and working a bunch of new people and not paying for rent, probably not paying for food. I would imagine. Right. It's probably included. I mean, even if it's not like, it probably is, yeah, it's so very easy affordable. to get. Yeah. yeah. So, um, and then the tips, like, I mean, the tips are good, right? Uh-huh. So, I mean, I guess especially for, like, a bartender. Mm -hmm. um, anyway, so really just kind of trippy. There are, like, things that I think are amazing about it, like, you know, cruises are pretty much accessible and affordable to anyone. So it's like, you know, even like lower income families can have like a really fancy vacation because your food is included. Mm -hmm. And like, so it's, you could spend like 250 bucks for like a five day cruise sometimes, you know? And yeah, like you have like a, That's maybe you don't have a window, so but you have like a room and they feed you for all five days and kids are free. Like, under a certain age. That's cray-cray. It's, like, under, like, eight or something like that. Kids are free. So, like, a family could have, like, a five-day vacation for 600 bucks, including all of their food and the stay. And you're, like, traveling and you have entertainment and, you know, that wouldn't be including, like, drinks or whatever. So, if you wanted, like, but if you, if you don't have right, alcohol. Can you bring anything, like... Can you bring a bottle? You with can bring you? one bottle of wine. Okay. For the whole trip. So what if you siphon out the wine, fill it with low key when we went on we this is the second cruise we went on. We went on another one with his family when we were younger. Mm -hmm. And we filled up a giant water bottle with vodka. Yeah, yep. There you go. Yeah. There you go. And we just put it in our suitcase. Yeah, and then you're just like chug chug, yeah, swimming, huh? right? But Mom, if you bring Dad, like an actual fine. bottle, they're like, no, no, you have to buy our alcohol. Yeah. So, um, okay, so you got on the cruise ship, you took to the seas, and oh yeah, our room was amazing. We got a suite, um, and it had a balcony overlooking the ocean. It was very private, and like you know. Our, first of all, our neighbors like never went, our neighbors on either side never went out on their balconies. Um, so but you had like a private balcony. Yeah. And even if they did go out on theirs, there's like fogged glass in between. So mm -hmm. it was like sort of like, like a shower door or something right. type of thing. So you could like see that someone else was out there, but you can't see anything, you know? That's cool. So we, we definitely, we had some, some nude sunbathing that happened. That's cool. <laughs> were you able to smoke out there? Yes, but we didn't because yeah. we're not really big smokers. I just feel like the like 
idea of like laying naked in the sun on vacation like it's very like 70s like yeah cigarettes i almost brought a pack of american spirits that i bought like or maybe just somebody left it at my house at a party like months ago but Mm -hmm. i just like every once in a while you know when i want to experience like that tobacco Mm -hmm. um high all like or you know have just that little yeah I will I will indulge from time to time but it lasts me like literally months because I don't really Mm -hmm. smoke but I didn't end up bringing it because I was like I don't know just sounded like it didn't sound right in my body at the time and then when we got there I did think about maybe smoking but all they had were Marlboros on the boat and I was like I went through a similar thing yucky no thank you yeah we like didn't have enough time to get smokes and then the ones in the store there were like obscenely expensive and they were like parliament lights or some shit and we were like "Mm." yeah but yeah there was it was so amazing being out on the open water especially Mm -hmm. because we're both like ocean spirits like we love Mm -hmm. the ocean Mm -hmm. that was like we fell in love swimming in the ocean together when all of our friends just wanted to hang out on the sand um so yeah it was that was that was pretty magical but it's interesting because like I I definitely didn't feel grounded for most of the trip like Mm -hmm. which you know I guess I, I sort of like was thinking about that a, a few days into it. And I was like, well, I'm not grounded. I'm floating. Yeah. <laughs> and then so I was like, maybe I just like need to allow myself to be floating right now and like leaning into more of like the floating energy. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, so I allowed myself that. I think it was also maybe drowsy because I get seasick. So I took Dramamine the whole time. Mm. And I'm like, I could have been like, I'm going to naturally use the power of my mind to overcome my seasick, my motion sickness issue. And, you know, but I was just like, that sounds like a lot of energy right now. And I just like, I'm not ready to like deprogram my uh, equilibrium. You didn't have to. (laughs) Like I just, maybe that's just a physical thing too. I don't know. I was like, I just want, to like unwind on this trip Mm -hmm. and just be present with my man and not like be in my own head trying to convince myself that I'm not seasick. Mm -hmm. So I just took Dramamine the whole time. And um, yeah, first day was a C day. We slept for 13 hours because we had the red eye flight and we didn't have the babies and we were just like, let's just sleep. And we slept till like 1 p.m. And then, um, so I, I felt like I was floating because I was out (laughs) on the ocean and I actually still feel like I'm floating. Like I still (laughs) feel like on like a, a like spiritual level, but Mm. like, I think that's probably because, you know, the physical and spiritual being very combined with one another. And I feel the boat rocking still like my equilibrium feels like I am still on a boat. It's been days now and I'm just like, it's, it's much more mellow. But I definitely am still feeling the motion of the ocean. <laughs> um, yeah. Just standing on dry land. It's the trippiest thing. But um, I'm also like, you know what? It's okay. Like, this is part of the um, easing back into life and, like, integrating 
And yeah, at some point I was like, you know, I, I felt like even like less connected when I was on the boat, but I, I, I sort of just felt disassociated in general, mm-hmm. which was not what I was expecting. I was like really thinking that I was going to have a different experience than that, but I I felt a little bit disassociated. I definitely had moments of connection with Jordan, but I, I, I had a lot of moments of feeling like kind of disconnected from myself and from like source. Mm. But then I remembered like when I felt that, that like, I just don't feel grounded. I was like, uh, yeah because I'm not on the ground I'm floating mm-hmm. and I'm here on the ocean and I like tune more in and like allowed in the energy of the ocean and I felt mm-hmm. way more connected to like a feminine vibe and so I started Ooh. calling on like the feminine aspect of God mm-hmm. you know as opposed to yeah, I think I think I do have a tendency just like maybe because of the way I was raised, but I oftentimes pray more to the masculine aspect of God, but mm-hmm. I just really like leaned into her and feeling like you know that I, I it's just more like what I was that's the zone I was in, which is interesting and fits in with the spiritual energy of the month. Did yes. not even put that together. Hello. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. So it's like one of those things where, like when these things happen spiritually, right? We're like, oh, my gosh, that's so crazy. But I have more and more moments where I'm like, yep, <laughs> that makes total sense. Like, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, like it's not like God is like that's crazy god is like yeah exactly Mm -hmm. (laughs) like so i just at one point when i was like sitting there and we had again like a really beautiful room we had like a suite with a balcony and so i was just there jordan was like i don't know probably in the bathroom or something and i had like a moment by myself just with the ocean and i was you know had recognized that I felt a little bit disconnected and I was like Shahina you know just called out to the feminine aspect of God that's that's um the Hebrew name and instantly felt just a little bit more embodied you know even even floating it was like embodied floating Mm -hmm. and you know also like it's okay like I I recognized it's okay to not feel grounded because I'm not on the ground well also think of how water exists like how it is in the ground versus how it is in the ocean you know it's like much more untamed and (laughs) hi buddy do you want to say hi? Okay, here. Here, I'll put this on you and you can say hi. Say hi. No, no, no. He's going to say he's not ready to start podcasting yet. No. 
leave it on. <laughs> so. So yeah, that that really helped me to like feel a little bit more myself in um in that situation and to enjoy my trip more. You know, cuz the first even like the first night um I ended up taking a nap and Jordan went and explored the boat and then he came back and got me <laughs> and um I was like kind of mad at him for waking me up. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Um, yeah. but then I was like, no, just let me sleep for 10 more minutes. And he was like, come on, we're out here. Let's go. And I was like, 10 more minutes. And he was like, Ugh, okay. And then an alarm started going off on the ship and he was like, oh, look at that. Not meant to be. You need to get up now. And I was like, <laughs> oh my gosh. But anyway, uh, I did end up getting up. And then afterwards I was like, thank you for making me get up. I'm happy that we're like, out. Yeah. we went out on the boat and there was like a dance party on the pool deck. And we, you know, one of the things that's like fun and you know, also it's just cruise ships are like, there's definitely a cheese factor to it. Like, you right. know, it's like celebrate good. <laughs> it's playing. Basically. Right? Yeah. I mean, we did, we ended up doing, um, but I mean like I like some of those like <laughs> yeah, me too. dances and yeah. stuff like that. We ended up doing like it. the, you know, what's, what is, what is the one called? Clap, clap, clap your hands. Yeah. You know, <laughs> the whole, mm -hmm. we did like that dance and then they did the macarena and they I did love like the macarena <laughs> it's my favorite one of those type of dances yeah it's and so then groovy then they started playing ymca and jordan and i were like let's go get a drink yeah <laughs> yep 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 i'm like this is before my time too much like i just I, it doesn't move me <laughs> yeah and also i'm like the gym like <laughs> you know like <laughs> You know, like what if everyone's like twenty-four hour fitness? <laughs> like and everyone's like, Yeah, I love this song. Like I know it's like a community center or whatever, but like yeah, not a bob. Yeah, no. So anyway, and then we went like kind of bar hopped to the different bars on the ship. That's so and crazy. Got um just I like tried different that. stuff. What was your favorite drink? Okay, so I found um i had two favorite drinks i had my like my uh classy like dinner going and listening to live music drinks and then i had my poolside drink mm -hmm. which it took me a while to like find the drinks because i was trying a bunch of different stuff but poolside my favorite drink was a blended mango margarita with patron Ooh, and salt nice. on the rim. We had unlimited drink passes, so I was like, I'm gonna make the most of this and get only premium liquor. So for sure, yeah. So I was having blended mango margaritas with Patron, and that had like the super vacay vibes. But I just wasn't. I'm not really a fan of rum. So like, mm -hmm. and we were in the Caribbean, which is huge on rum, and lots of people. You know, it was about the um, the pina coladas, and mm -hmm. you know. There's like a whole bunch oh. of Caribbean drinks, but did you have the pina coladas? I tried Jordan's and I was like, mm, I'm in more of like a margarita. Also, I was like, all the food was under salted, mm -hmm. which is fine. But also I'm like a salt fiend. Like yeah, I, yeah. I like add extra salt to things that other people are like, oh, this is salty. Yeah. 
You do. Um, so I think that it's just like, I think my body needs more salt. Mm-hmm. Actually, I'm like, I don't know if I'm just like a med because of like my Mediterranean roots. I'm like part of the sea or something, right. but I just need way more salt to feel like nourished. Yeah. And I have low blood pressure. So that's my excuse for like eating an entire jar of olives at a time. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> Which is salt, salt can give you high blood pressure. And I'm like, I need it to balance me out. Yeah. Yeah. I actually have low low bp as well Mm -hmm. we get that from our mama which which leads to my um my my drink for like the um more like nighttime Mm. vibes or whatever was an extra dirty martini Mm -hmm. and i found um oh i found my my bartender my girl leaping you yeah she was from China. She did was she, really cool. Did she jump a lot? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, was she God. a dancer? <laughs> right. She actually she actually said that, too. She was like, she was like leaping like, you know, like leaping or like sleeping, but without the S. <laughs> uh, yeah. When you have like an odd name, you figure out your way. Right. So but she was great she actually muddled the olives like she muddled olives and it was gray goose gray goose martinis muddled olives and then she would like shake it and then strain the olives out and then she would put three olives in it oh my gosh yeah and with a little olive juice honestly i'm like about to tear up yeah that sounds wonderful and she was like so dirty martinis sometimes people don't do vermouth do you want vermouth and i was like yeah a little little splash of vermouth so it had like a tiny bit of vermouth in it also Mm. and it was so good it it it, like because all the drinks are like so sweet and i was like i don't want sugar like it's too much sugar yep and being the salt fiend that I am, I was like, give me those dirty martinis. They were so good. And also, I felt like a classy lady walking around the ship with my martini glass. Yep. And um, and I ended up wearing, um, the, the second night was formal night, and I wore this, like, full-length black Chinese dress. Oh, okay. With, like, it was, like, embroidered and, like, really pretty like it, I felt super good and people were like stopping me and Jordan and being like you guys look great because wow. he was like wearing his hat that he got in New Orleans and like Rawr. had like a, a tux vest and a suit jacket and we were just like feeling ourselves and we mm-hmm. were like we're so fancy and I was like look at me with my martini glass I'm yes. so fancy <laughs> oh my gosh yes so main character energy it was it was so good and um got some good pictures and um we made some friends who um actually one guy stopped us as we were leaving dinner and was like so and he was dressed like a like almost like a stereotypical hippie like had like a you know band around his head and you know cool that sounds like someone I would want to be friends with like if I was on my vacation and I saw that guy or that couple or whatever I would be like let's like inch towards those guys yeah you know so we ran into this guy um dressed like you know hippie vibes very down to earth yeah for sure and actually we ended up he was like so what makes you like let me stop you what makes you guys want to dress up and we were like it feels good you know and he was like 
yeah, you know, okay. And I was like, well, what makes you, you know, want to dress how you're dressing or whatever? And he was, I was like, I don't remember. We kind of just ended up having a conversation about that. And I was like, you've got like awesome earthy vibes or whatever. Like it's cool. And he's like, thanks. And you know, he, we ended up running into him and his girlfriend at the um, casino because I saw this girl wearing like this, like full, like long sleeve, like hooded dress that just had like kind of like Elvin vibes. And I was like, hi, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like Let's scoots closer friends. like yeah you're my people <laughs> you yes. know um so anyway she was really cool and she's like oh yeah i made this oh cool. i'm like wow i don't know she's like apprenticing under a seamstress or whatever so we end up hanging out with them for a little while and you know i like she was drinking a dirty martini too so i like got her yeah. a dirty martini and it was cool we hung out with them for a little bit there and we were gonna jam with them because he was a musician too, but it just didn't end up happening because we kind of like didn't run into each other again, except like in moments that were like not yeah. the moment, like we were busy or whatever. We ran into them like one other time or maybe two other times. They like weren't even, I don't know. It just didn't work out. But I'm kind of like, I'm okay with that because we were like, oh, maybe we'll make friends and hang out with people on the ship. But it ended up just being just us like the whole time you know like we kind of like we're friendly with people but I'm like I'm 100% like you know we went back to our room and it was like just us and it was time for us to connect and we were away from the babies and it was like Mm -hmm. you know everything worked out the way that it needed to because that was what Jordan and I needed yeah and like it was so great that we loved our room so much because we spent a lot of time in the room you mm-hmm. know especially because we had the balcony so it was like we we just had like deep conversations Ugh. like literally sitting over the ocean yeah yeah and I, like yeah. we we were like writing and like I got these like planners like oh the my same goodness one I got you. yes That's like um it's like Ooh. a law of attraction themed planner that like helps you manifest the life of your dreams or you know so that we were like you know asking each other like big questions and talking about like and planning our lives you know that's how we spent one night one of the nights and um yeah and maybe that's it's like good that you weren't feeling like so connected because like you were kind of in like a cocoon like station with him mm-hmm. like you guys are like cocooned up together in this journey and like you haven't been away from the kids so it's like it was different but like you guys had each other and like seems like you had like a really bonding yeah time and experience it was like a good time to reconnect with each other and like yeah we did spend like we we bickered a little bit in the beginning partially like, because couples do yeah for sure and like i you know, I was feeling super anxious because of like the pump situation. I was engorged like for the first two days because like I, all I had was that little hand pump, but he helped me out with that too. So, <laughs> you know, you're a real one as husbands do you, my mm. breastfeeding mamas, you know? Yep. Um, so that was also like a bonding, deepening our relationship experience yeah. too. Aww. And like, 
you know, so that's part of why I'm like, you know, everything does happen for a reason and we weren't able to get the pump, but like it just like, you know, it did make us spend more time in the room because I couldn't just like hook up to the pump pump for 20 minutes and then just like go. I had to like hand pump each side and, you know, I ended up like at, at one point I was like sitting in a chair pumping and I was like, what am I doing right now? And I walked out and sat on the balcony mm-hmm. and pumped and I was like, I'm not even attached to like a cord, you know, yeah. I just went and sat on the balcony and then that was how I pumped for like the rest of the time. And it was like also like a reminder, you know, like in a way that I was still connected with my babies because it's like, you know, you never stop being a mama and especially while you're breastfeeding, mm-hmm. like that's still you know, it was like, I'm still doing something for them even when I'm off, you know? Mm-hmm. And that was, I think, part of why I was like a little bit disassociated during the trip too, was because I was like, I am off. Like I, you know, we left on Shabbat. I know my like super religious friends, like where you're not supposed to travel on Shabbat, but we did, you know, that was our flight was on Shabbat. And, um, but I don't use my phone. It's my unplugged day, my day to like be present Mm -hmm. and be with the people that I'm with. And, you know, I don't work. I don't use my phone. But I mean, I did like for like my whatever, like I needed at the airport. Yeah. Yeah. But mostly Jordan did. Mm -hmm. Mostly Jordan did. And it was like he was on his phone. I wasn't using mine because that's like our relationship dynamic because he doesn't, you know. Right. Observe that because. He's not Jewish, but, uh-huh. um, and also a lot of Jewish people don't even. Yeah, but I don't. Yeah. I mean, yeah, no, I honestly, I can't remember. I would like to, but I haven't. Maybe I should do that next week. It's a really nice experience. Like it, it does, it is grounding. Oh, the last time that I did it was like that week after all the terrorist attacks in Israel um, I didn't go on my phone the next day and I didn't go to work. I was like, I need to observe Shabbat and really like connect and have a prayerful Shabbat. Mm-hmm. So that's the last time I didn't like use my phone for like the whole Shabbat. But, um, but yeah, it is like such a good practice. It's so good for the soul to do that at least once a week. Yeah, definitely. So, but it ended up sort of setting the tone for my entire trip. I did not pick up my phone I mean maybe once the entire time and even then I was sort of like mm, this doesn't feel aligned and I just left it on the counter and I just didn't touch it Jordan had his phone I didn't carry a purse the whole time That's I just really was cool, like dude. you know and yeah. and I mean I had the ability to do that because he was like down to like be the responsible one and I was just like I am checked out I am off duty I am on vacation fully mm-hmm. like just yeah so that was that was really nice day three we go to jamaica and um i've always wanted to go to jamaica Mm -hmm. like it's just been a dream of mine probably because i have always loved bob marley and Mm -hmm. reggae music is so um just moving to me and like has honestly been like incredibly helpful on like hard days and like you know Mm -hmm. it's just so beautiful such a good vibe 
I love it. Um, and I'm really like have always been super interested in like Rastafarian culture. Mm-hmm. And really, like when we were going to Jamaica, like I kind of wanted to check out like some, you know, I, I wanted to like be exposed to more of like the Rastafarian culture, but none of like the tours that were available or anything went in to that. And we didn't want to like free explore on our own our first time. And, you know, this like unknown country, like just being like floating tourists on our own. Like, and we definitely yeah. don't look like we're from there. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I can relate. Like I, we didn't do anything like that when we went to Cancun and I would like to do a like cultural landmark tour and a more spiritual experience in Mexico. But like walking even through the airport, like right away they were like, um, you need help. (laughs) And I was like trying to act all tough, like the little like child of a New Yorker in me. Like I was like trying to be like, okay, look, like you know where you're going and like, you know, Mm -hmm. don't smile too much or whatever. Right. (laughs) And yeah, they instantly were like, who are you? who are you looking for? Like, you, you looking for your driver, you know? And so I was like, after that, I was like, Oh my God, we can't go anywhere. Like, yeah. So, but we did book a tour though. And it was one thing that I was like, kind of like, you know, whatever I, I booked this tour despite the fact that one of the places that it stopped was a, like an old church. Cause I was like, I'm not going to Jamaica to go to like, check out a Christian church. Like, right. you know, but um, anyway, the church actually ended up being really interesting because it was like built in the 1700s. And um, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of like of the history there, which is like not so great. You know, I mean, it's like not so great. Yeah, <laughs> I guess to, to put it to, to put, put it lightly. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. I was, yeah. It's intense, actually, it's going very, to any Well, because like. every, like, even, like, their language there, which I forget the name of, like, the language, but their, their like, national language is actually a slave language. You know, I always thought that there was, like, a Jamaican language, and that's where the accent came from, a language. But, like, the language actually is, like, a dialect kind of but it's its own language like it's mm-hmm. a it's a hodgepodge of other languages mostly english but like it's like almost sort like of sort of like yiddish yeah. yeah sort of like yiddish how like yiddish is like a fusion of like hebrew german russian and like a few other like european mm-hmm. languages you know but it was the language of the jewish people who were like displaced from their homeland and living in europe at the time yes. um so you know, that's sort of like the, the Jamaican, you know, their their language is similar to that. But they formed their language actually as a way to be able to speak with each other where, like, the masters couldn't understand what they were saying. Wow. So it was, yeah, <laughs> it's pretty intense. And actually going to the church, too, kind of had, like, this, they have, like, plaques up there from, like, you know, different people from the you know, around the time that, like, it was built and everything. And it's really interesting. But also, like, I had this kind of, like, man, like, this is, like, where all the slavers went to church. Like, 
but and now it's like a church for everybody and the mm-hmm. guy who was like you know talking about the church was you know a black jamaican guy talking about you know how they've had different like these different pastors coming through and they're they've been from all different backgrounds different races and you know he was like saying that they were really proud of that and yeah totally so it's, and it can be really intense though i really can relate to that like I talked about before like going to Mexico I felt like just so much intense energy and also I thought it was really beautiful how like there was so much like Mayan stuff and art and culture and everything and it kind of made me be like fuck yeah Mexico like fuck yeah you know like People might talk about how, like, their government is corrupt or blah, 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 or whatever. I honestly don't know anything about it. But I think as a people that it's so beautiful, like, that the indigenous people there were able to be like, no, you know, and, like, keep that culture alive. And that's kind of why I felt a little bit fucked up about being at, like, even a resort there. Mm -hmm. And I had to go through, like, this whole process. Yeah, I felt a little bit of that being in Jamaica, too. And I don't know, like, if it was just because of, like, the tour that we were on or whatever. Because it's, like, catered to, you know, tourists from, you know... The U.S. The U.S., but... Also, I mean, it was also interesting because a few of the people who were on our tour were actually Jamaican. And like one of them was like, yeah, I was born here. I lived here till I was 10. And so when like the tour guide was talking about different things about Jamaican culture, she was like shouting out, you know, like things that she like remembers from growing up and. You know, it was like, oh, yeah, I don't know. It was it was cool. And um, that's so awesome. And also like. I don't know. It kind of made me feel a little better too, because yeah. I was like, uh, yeah, there was, yeah, like, like it was, yeah, because like we can focus on the past all day and dwell on like the atrocities that occurred, and or it's not really or like we can acknowledge that and also still like love life. Yeah, we can still enjoy life and like let those people enjoy life and not like you know have to like i don't know have like to our, make it all about all the bad things yeah that our ancestors in the have been through so much shit and like i'm out here like i love life and i love being jewish i'm not like remember the holocaust yeah no literally you know? like one of my one of my like really good friends is german mm-hmm. and like she's awesome and yeah. like that's not part of our friendship at all because it doesn't fucking matter right and like you know it's not like she did anything to me (laughs) you know totally like we're it's it doesn't matter Mm -hmm. so um we also have german yeah and we do we have we have german roots too like on our mom's side we've got german roots and not german jewish roots like yeah just german Aryan german (laughs) yeah Yeah, no i know i definitely like have had conversations with abby our other sister where i'm like i feel like maybe sometimes like i have this like inner like fight going on or not actually like Mm -hmm. that i like you know but like 
two different like completely different peoples and like genetic lines so like as we're here tuning into our Jewish roots like there is a little part of me that's like curious at the same time about like everything else that I made up of but Mm -hmm. it's not presenting right now like God is not presenting that to me right now so but yeah our our tour guide was Jamaican and she was really cool and really just like positive and and that's the thing too like their culture is very positive and she was like you know she's like in Jamaica we don't say yes we say yaman okay and she like uh. made us all say yaman and then like anytime like she would ask a question if it, <laughs> the answer was yes we all had to be like yaman oh how fun and it was really fun and she was like um she also is like and and in Jamaica we don't have problems Jamaica no problem Jamaica no problem man in Jamaica we have situations <laughs> and there's always a solution and oh. so you know it was just like and there so there's this big like no problem you know it's all and it's it's beautiful that like out of slavery they're mm-hmm. able to like create one of literally the most positive cultures that's ever existed on earth yeah you know yep yep peace and love literally i feel like quote peace and love came from jamaica yeah peace and love man right Irie, man yeah you know it's like it's just so like beautiful it's so beautiful i love that and yeah i mean there's like the driving situation was crazy our bus drivers like having to like swerve around like double parked cars like there's like a spot where there's like no parking and there's cars double parked there and she's like our tour guide's like that's jamaica for you no problem <laughs> like everything <laughs> just like <laughs> Oh, you know, that's so cool. And, like, the buildings are all, like, there's, like, all these, like, half-built buildings and stuff. And she was talking about how they have no, um, like, codes. And so, like, you're building a house and you have money to put in foundation, you put in the foundation. And then later when you get money to put in walls, you put in the walls. And then when you, uh, then you, and you board up where the windows are going to go. And then when you have money to do windows, you, like, put in the windows. But then they, like paint the boards and stuff and it's like pretty it's like i don't know and then there's just greenery everywhere it's so lush and alive and tropical and so like you know there's like an abandoned car on the side of the street with just like plants growing out of it and Mm. you know Mother no problem. <laughs> Mother Nature's like, I will take those elements back. <laughs> yeah. So, and there was a lot of trash, which made me, you know, mm-hmm. sad a little bit to see like all the trash on the street and everything. I'm like, yep. America's very clean, you'll realize after like traveling to foreign countries. Mm-hmm. Like, even Israel, like, America's very clean. Like, we got back from Cancun which is like one of the nicest places in Mexico and I was like wow like it's like there's like no trash anywhere you know and I was like damn that's so crazy in some neighborhoods there's yeah trash true actually though it depends where you go most neighborhoods are clean but they're like there's some yeah where it's not 
yeah, I mean, even like Jordan and I lived like in a different part of the city that we currently live in right now, which is pretty like suburban, you know, whatever. But there's a part of it mm-hmm. that literally there's has like, trash yeah. all over the mattresses streets. And the center, the center divider <laughs> does not have grass and it is full of, yeah, mattresses and like furniture. And yeah, and it's pretty gross. Even in our neighborhood where we live right now, there's more trash than there is here for sure. Yeah. But it's so. not as bad. Like eventually someone picks up the couch that yeah. someone left in the alley, you know? Right. And it's, you know, it's... It is what it is, right? I I I would yeah. like to see eventually a world where everyone picks up after themselves and keeps everything super nice and respects the earth and all that. And I heard about a study that was done. Um, don't quote me on this because I don't have the source, but mm-hmm. that and it was talking about um, that when people have like more money like they have their their needs met that they start to care more about the environment and it's like I mean it makes perfect sense to me because yeah like you are not only thinking about just surviving and like taking care of your children and where your next meal is going to come from and making sure to keep the Mm -hmm. roof over your head and just like you have to just be like f it to everything else when you're just trying to survive Mm -hmm. but then when you're like comfortable you can be like you know what what can i what about those guys yeah what about the earth right and people can start like rooting into that more but a lot of people don't first have that of all, luxury yeah like they don't know better and people get like mad at people who don't care about the environment and stuff like that but it's also like you know who who are you to judge them you don't know their situation mm-hmm. like maybe they have chronic pain yeah you know or maybe they're like you you just don't know you don't yeah. know what people are going through and so you know just yeah, I feel like remembering that is is a really good idea yeah. and, you know, totally. focusing on yourself and doing the best you can and raising awareness, but it can't be like a hateful awareness. It exactly. has to be a loving awareness, you know? Yeah. And also like we can even right now like envision an earth where we are less wasteful because there are like less wasteful things and we have systems set up in place to honor the earth you know like I feel like that's where we're headed and the more that we like talk about it and envision it and hold space for that to be born then the more likely it it will be born Mm, amen my gosh yeah you know, that reminds me about a, another little grievance I have about cruise ships is that um, it's a super, super wasteful. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's like the the food situation is like you have unlimited food. It's all like buffet or like, you know, you order, but you can order as much as you want. It's all inclusive which is really cool and a nice way to just like live in luxury. And again, like for people who can only afford, you know, a $600 vacation, like as their big vacation that they do once every 10 years or, you know what I mean? Like for real, like it does give access to like somebody who is in poverty to be able to save up, 
mm-hmm. and still be able to experience some luxury. Mm-hmm. And that's really nice. And that's one thing that I really like about it. Mm-hmm. One thing that I don't like about it is, yeah, so much food is just being thrown away. And mm-hmm. so that's a bummer. But, you know, baby steps, I guess, you know. Yeah. Also, though, I mean, like, yeah, also, though, like, food is biodegradable. Mm-hmm. And there's enough for the whole world to have food and throw it away. Yeah. We're abundant. Like, there's enough for us to call that into the new earth, too. Like, the fact that people are starving right now is just, like... It doesn't make any sense. No. It doesn't make any sense. I mean, I would think about that when we would, like, working in restaurants, too. Just Mm -hmm. seeing, like, pounds and pounds of food getting tossed, like, at the end, you know, as, like, you watch the trash can fill up. I was like, oh, my gosh. You know? I mean, we really have so much here. But, like, it's so it's it's not... I feel it's like I feel like we don't have a lack of resources. It's more no, of like no, 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 no. It's about like controlling people and keeping them imprisoned, so that they depend on you, so that they need to do slave labor, still going on, mm-hmm. for a scrap of food, because they don't have the um, equanimity to access more. Yeah, it's really sad. And I think that like that needs to be talked about more. It's not necessarily about like you should feel guilty and not be wasteful. Like if you don't feel like being wasteful just because like that doesn't bring you joy or whatever, like that's different. But like you not eating all of your spaghetti isn't taking away someone else's chance at getting it. Right. You know. Yeah, and I know, and I also money too. And I mean, that's something I had to deal with with like not overeating. I had to learn to not overeat because I had to recognize that it wasn't like it was still being wasted if it was, you know, right. gonna live a life as like a cellulite on my belly. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know, uh-huh. like that's still wasteful. Mm-hmm. So there is, like, you know, only take what you need as much as you can, Mm -hmm. you know, but also don't feel bad about throwing, like, some food away if, like, if it's it's really, if it's going to make you freaking hate yourself, like, how is that adding goodness to the world? Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. There are plenty of ways that we can add abundance and we can, like, help these people and there are organizations that are out there doing it. So honestly like I would urge anyone who like has these feelings maybe of guilt about these kind of things to look into a $10 a month donation that you can do to help people learn how to raise chickens in Africa or whatever you know like there are tons of organizations that that we can do to help Mm -hmm. And, and and I love that that's what you said too, like helping teach people how to raise chickens because it's like what, like if you send somebody like food, you're sending Mm -hmm. them like, you know, it's, it's the idea of like, give a man a fish, he'll Mm -hmm. eat for a day, teach a man to fish, he will eat for a lifetime. And, um, so yeah, when you guys in, in your charity, I think it's wise to look into, 
you know, what are these, are these charities just like putting a Band-Aid on like a freaking gaping wound or are they like actually, are they, yeah, Yeah. are they actually healing broken, you know, situations? Yep. So, because yeah, otherwise being like, we are giving you this is rice like because <laughs> we have so much rice but like also it's good if you have it, a lot of rice is. you should give it is your also rice. It's, if it's you have really extra rice but the intention behind anything that you do is truly what like reverberates out into the universe and it's just if you want an impact yes yes and but it, yeah if you want to pack a bigger punch right with your charity and a more yeah like a long-lasting actual sustainable yeah Absolutely. So um, I'm just going to shout them out because I love this place. I've been donating to them for years. Um, they're called Heifer International. Um, that's just one place that like I really love. And they'll like send you a thing. I honestly, I barely ever even like read it. They're like, here's someone that we help. But they send out these things about these people they help. And you can buy them like buffaloes, whatever. But just your contribution is helping them like uplift all of humanity. So check them out i mean this holiday season if you are in the spirit of giving they have like a really cool catalog we'll be sure to drop a link in the show notes to that organization and you can look into it yourselves but back to your honeymoon oh or yeah. i mean your new My moon, new moon. <laughs> <laughs> 10 years yeah so jamaica was amazing and um I loved our tour guide and she was like really informative about all of the, you know, the culture. And that's what I wanted to get when I went there. I was like, I want to like experience as much of the culture as I can in an eight hour right time window. And so that was like, <laughs> unfortunately, though, the night before that, that formal night that I was talking about, you know how um, those martinis that I was drinking, they looked really good with my outfit and I felt really fancy. And so... And they were delicious. Thank you, Li Ping. I kept ordering them and ordering them and ordering them. And I had a lot of martinis. I actually broke a martini glass in the elevator doorway. Like well, toward the like end of in the, the night. closing door. It was like it was like on the floor and like half the glass went into the elevator and half of it went on the floor. We were having a good old time. We were hanging out at the piano bar, like listening to like this singer songwriter play piano and just drinking your martinis and hanging out with each other and um That's yeah, amazing. just like doing our thing. Ugh, and that was so that good. was like our that that was the night I definitely I was very drunk. I was drinking a lot of water too. I was like really aware of that. So I was like, every time I would get another drink, I would also chug a bottle of water at the bar. Right. <laughs> you but know? There's all, that's also that thing about the unlimited drinks. It's like awesome. But then also little dangerous. Yeah. But not like quite as much for me anymore these days because yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I'm just not a big drinker as much. But I, I did have probably like six or seven martinis. So yeah. and those are like doubles. So that was kind of crazy, even yeah. though I was drinking a lot of water. And that's we definitely a alcohol, that's yeah. a lot, a lot of alcohol. But I wasn't hung over the next day like I like I was, but I wasn't like yeah. I didn't have a headache and I didn't feel mm-hmm. nauseous. But it I was, was vodka. It was, yeah, it was Gray Goose. Yeah, it was I drank a lot of water. Yeah. 
we had some trench pizza at the end of the night. Ooh, like yes. we just like was it so good? Oh my gosh, it was so good, and there was olive oil. And I like poured olive oil on the plate. Oh my god! <laughs> I poured olive oil on the plate, and then I poured like a pile of Parmesan cheese on the olive oil. So it was like olive oil cheese, oh and I was gosh. dipping every bite of pizza in it, like that soaking good. it. It was wow. it's a lot classier than ranch. That's what I do. <laughs> there, I'm like a dirt even, bag. I didn't know. <laughs> think about ranch but yeah yeah it was classy trench that's what jordan was saying he was like classy trench so but yeah i like was soaking my pizza in olive oil but i think that also helped me to like not feel sick the next day but i was so tired that i slept on the tour bus almost the entire time so i missed a lot of the information she was giving which i was super bummed about that but i was also like I could not stay awake. Yeah, and you had a good time. Like, that's kind of part of it, you know? It's like you enjoy and you, like, stay out late. And then the next day it's like, okay, like, look, one day we're going to be, like, in our 40s or 50s traveling and we're going to have, like, a glass of wine or two. Hee, hee, hee. You know? And we're going to... Or maybe we'll have seven martinis. Yeah, maybe we'll be like dad. (laughs) We are his kids. (laughs) I'm, I'm just, like, one day... I'm going to be the type of person that makes it on time. That's like, I'm having mocktails, you know, and it's like, yeah, and not forever. But like one day I'll get to a point where I like do that sometimes. And it's Mm -hmm. like chill AF. But right now I'm like, I like a couple of drinks. It really just truly makes me feel better. Like it's like I would rather have a couple of drinks than take antidepressants Mm -hmm. i don't know i hear you call me crazy no i hear you actually on that mocktail token the next that that day (laughs) you're like mocktails (laughs) (laughs) um i love a good mocktail yeah it was good but oh yeah no i was bummed though that the night that i like got the most drunk was like before the day that i was most excited about on the trip i was so excited to go to jamaica and i was so Mm -hmm. excited to experience that but also i just like it was nice because she was like, Jamaica, no problem. And Jordan kept like, anytime I would like start getting a little bit anxious or being like, oh my gosh, I can keep falling asleep or like whatever. Jordan uh-huh. was like, Jamaica, no problem, man. And I'm like, okay, it's all good. It works. It's dude. all good. That's a magic spell. Yeah. You told me that when you got home and I was having a literally like a panic attack. You guys came up to me and started like sandblasting me with like Jamaica, no problem. And I was like, fuck, I'm smiling now. <laughs> <laughs> it's it true. Cured Thank me. you, Jamaica. Because, yeah, it actually, that was also like, you know, I had like the time, you know, of like decompressing from my anxiety and from like, honestly, this freaking year has been intense with like NICU and like, you know, spending a week in the hospital with my baby and like just really like and that is not the kind of mama that I ever want. I've literally spent my entire pregnancy listening to Free Birth Society podcasts yeah. and imagining having my babies like in the forest with just me and my husband. Like, you know, yeah. Th- but that's like not yep. the situation that I mean Well, it's you like, know. you know, God will call from you like what you need to experience and for some people it is that 
Mm-hmm. And for some people, it's like, that's what you wanted, but you need to trust me even more than that. Yeah. And so I can't wait to actually do an episode with you on each of your birth experiences because there's so much value in those. Thank you. Yeah, for sure. I definitely, definitely am excited to share that with with our listeners here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I, I was like, it, it was maybe all meant to be because that whole Jamaica no problem thing was... Yeah, it's been it's been key even since we've been back. And I feel like it's something that I can incorporate into my life. And it's funny kind of um when I was thinking reflecting on it a little bit, thinking about like with the law of attraction and like manifesting mm. and they like talk about, you know, you're not supposed to say what you don't want. Don't say no blah blah blah. Like mm. don't say I don't want to be broke anymore say I want to be rich or you know or not I want to be rich say I am rich and mm-hmm. like live in that embodied feeling yeah, you can't of want it because then you're stuck in the feeling of wanting it and not actually a, having it right and the and yeah. the like saying no to like that no uh, don't say it because yeah. then all the universe hears no is worries. problem or whatever but I'm yeah, like no. that's just not true <laughs> in this scenario <laughs> I think it has to do with scenarios. the feeling behind it Yes. Amen. It's all about intention. So if you're over here just soiling away in your brokenness and you're like, I don't want to be broke, then you're just like feeling super broke. But if you're like, you know, beating your chest like, I don't want to be broke. I'm going to go out there and fucking make a change. Then your energy is not going to attract more brokenness. Right. Yeah. Or if you're like, I'm not broke. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm abundant or whatever. Mm-hmm. But like sometimes you have to you can't be so like, you know, whatever. Wrapped but up then, in those then you're in the energy of like being nitpicky and focused about what you can and can't say. And then, yeah, you know, it's like, there's always, so I'm like, <laughs> there's exactly. always something. Exactly. So Jamaica, no problem is like the new motto. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And we we stopped at a school on this tour with like little kids that were like ages three to six. And that's what they call kindergarten there. And all the schools, like all ages, wear uniforms. Mm -hmm. That's part of their culture. They all wear uniforms. Mm -hmm. Um, And like the kids were like really excited to see us. And I guess this school is pretty much like it was very, very... um, bare bones but they like needed more funding and so somebody like a local actually created a tour that stopped by the school and the kids do like a little song and like you know it's really cute and it like they did it to generate more funding and so all of the tourists from the cruises um end up don't like they're, they donate money or they send supplies to the school. So you could just pick up the address while you're there and just send school supplies directly to the school. That's amazing. So that was cool. And then, like, so they, like, sang a little song for us. That's and They cool. did a couple songs. They did, like, One Love. And they did, um, like, a Jamaican coconut song, like, in their language, that their, like, dialect. Um, and that was really... Yeah, that was really cute, too. And, like, the teacher was just, like, 
super just down to earth and awesome. I really liked her. And then we got to walk through the school, which was literally just three rooms with like the younger kids, the like four mm-hmm. and five year olds and then the six year olds in another room. And it was like small, but they also, you know, it was one of those things where like they were expanding the school. So it had like the scaffolding on one side of it, mm-hmm. but it was like, it was nice. Like they made it, Nice, but also very, very different than any school here. Like, definitely a different country, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but we were walking through there, and, like, the kids were, like, hugging us and, like, high-fiving us. And then, like, w- this little girl walked up to Jordan, and, like, she had, like, a thing of hand sanitizer. And he was like, oh, okay, thanks. That's probably a good idea. She gave him some hand sanitizer, and then she was like, can you pick me up? He <laughs> 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 was like... Okay, like you know, and then like he just like picked her up and kind of like tossed her a little bit in the air, like you know, like yay, yay, right? And and then like a swarm of kids (laughs) just came and like (laughs) they're like he's picking up, he's picking up, exactly. And then so he had like a line of kids, like a whole like group of kids around him, like and he was like picking them up. That little girl's like, hey, I'll I'll be the one, I'll I'll do it today. (laughs) Okay. Just keep your eye on me. <laughs> yeah. So that's cute. So he was just like tossing little kids in the air. Yeah. It was so <laughs> cute. And they all wanted to like high five and stuff. And then like they're like, it's Aquaman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he does look kind of like Aquaman. Yeah. I do. I watched that movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah. I definitely see why people have been saying this for years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not complaining. Yeah, no, for sure. (laughs) sure. Okay, you know what? On a side note, I'll, like, go out in public with Alex. On our trip, this happened a million times. No, but it's great. I'm happy. Um, (laughs) (laughs) People will ask Alex, they're like, are you an actor? Are you a model? And I'm just sitting there. I'm like, what the fuck? (laughs) Like, what the fuck? Um, I'm like, oh my god, maybe I need to get fake lashes or something. Like, damn. No, I'm just kidding. But I just am like, we're both hot. Like, I think it's like his charisma. Like, he's just like, really like always like. He has rock star energy. He has rock star energy. Yeah, and people keep asking him that all, like our whole trip, they're asking him that. And like, it got to a point and I was like. Dude, why does nobody ever ask me that? Like, I know I'm just <laughs> as hot as you. And he was like, oh, wow. I never thought of your perspective on that. <laughs> it was like a really funny moment. Oh, my god! Do people compare you to? Mm. Um, or is it just our men? Do we think we're hotter than them, but we're not? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, I've gotten stuff before... But honestly, like, not since I've had babies. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's uncool, man. I don't even get ID'd anymore. Yeah. No, but I don't know. I'm okay with it. Yeah, same. I feel like I'm beautiful, and he thinks I'm beautiful, so that's what matters. Also, like, we know we're beautiful. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's what that was what I led with. I know. But yes. You said I think, though. I'm like... I oh, know, I know. Bitch. Oh my goodness. 
We're talking about wording over here. (laughs) (laughs) No, no. I'm just playing. To clean up your language. I know. Anyway, yeah. So that was really sweet. And also, I mean, of course, like the kids would be warm. The whole, just the whole culture is really warm, Mm. you know? Um, And then you guys went to Nassau as well, right? We did. Yeah. But first, what in Jamaica, we went to a plantation also. And so we got to see it. They like hand pounded coffee and like they cooked for us. So we had like jerk chicken and, um, like all of these different the heck delicious dude? Jamaican dishes. Wedding yeah, it was a really good tour. Like yeah. it was really, really cool. I highly recommend it. It was called Go Native Jamaica. <laughs> That's cool. Um, and yeah, so, and then like, so like the tour guides did like a dance. Like they started dancing, but they were just like, you know, they were just having fun. Uh-huh. But they put on like American hip hop and then we're like dancing to it. And there was this lady who was one of the Jamaican ladies and she was like, they were like, come on, dance with us. And she was like, no, I will only dance if you put on Jamaican music. And they were like, okay. Like, (laughs) no, they were kind of like, this is what we dance to. So. Oh, oh, that's like their preferred. I don't, at least the, I mean, I'm sure there's different preferences. And if we were in like more of like a reggae town, then like it might've been different, but I'm sure they like different music too, but they were just kind of like, yeah, it seemed like they were like, okay, this yeah. is my bop. Yeah, you know, yeah. in Cancun they they did that too. They were like put a, put on songs, and be like, all right, this is a crowd pleaser, get up everybody, and like Alex and I would be like, mm, no, yeah. <laughs> so, but it was cool. We got some rum, and then. Yeah. And then we did the next day was a sea day. And so we were just out on the sea. And that day, like, I really felt like the Caribbean energy. Like, it Mm. was like, I, and it was like, it was kind of misty. And just like, I was like, wow, those movies did a really great job. Like, the Pirates of the Caribbean did a really good job of capturing this. I'm like, oh, I thought that was all like for mood and spooky effect or something. But like, it is like that. Like, there's like a mist on the water and like, as like wow. the you know the winds would blow over and like the waves like mixing mm. with the wisp the the wispy um it just it created this I like wonder what spirit so. looking yeah. effect and it was so interesting and it was sort of like we were standing out on the balcony and I was like yo ho yo ho <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's so cool dude like I wonder what kind of lore Oh there my is. gosh. I was thinking too. I was like, ooh, Calypso. Like, yes. Okay, there we go. Yeah, I know. Oh but um, I don't know anything about that, honestly. I'm I mean, like, I don't, I don't know, know about, about any lore, to be honest. I'm like, always like, I'm honestly scared to like get into lore because I was not raised with that. Like, I was raised for that being like a no no, mm-hmm. kind of. And so. Yeah, but I feel like maybe it would make me more comfortable to explore it more so that, like, I can, like, paint whatever my feelings are in a certain way. Because I often, like, will wake up in the middle of the night and either, like, mildly schizophrenic or very in touch with, like, the energy around me. Mm -hmm. I think it's the latter. But I'll be like, I feel like there's, like, something here, like, literally, like, over me right now. And then I just pray to God, like, the one, the highest high for protection. Mm -hmm. And then usually I'm okay. 
Um, well, apparently, you're always okay. Well, right. Oh, my gosh. Last night, I was having a really hard time. I was having like, the craziest dream ever. And then I woke up, and I was up for like an hour and a half. And I was reminding myself that I was like, of all of the times that I've been scared out of my mind, I've always been okay. I've always woken up the next day. Everything's always been fine. Mm. So it's like mm-hmm. a good anchor to remind myself when I get like really scared. Yeah. It's like I used to be scared to go down the slide when I was a little kid. But now as an adult, I'm like scared of like unseen things. Mm-hmm. For sure. Whoa. I just felt like the boat was rocking right now. Wow. I feel like these lights are adding to the effect. <laughs> I have like holiday lights on my patio and they're like kind of like... um doing like a fade in and out effect but it really is making me feel like i am on the ocean on a boat and rocking right now i know probably the beer is like oh yeah we're drinking beer too Hmm. yeah um but yeah um anyway the sea day was super cool we got deep tissue massages oh my gosh and that's so cool so good and then we and i was like i want to have an active day you know so Mm -hmm. we we like we actually went to the gym to start off and then and i like we did like some treadmill a little bit of like the like weight machines and then i did like a little short yoga flow and then we went for our massages and then pretty soon after that we um or we got like lunch and then we went and did like the surf simulator they have a surf simulator on board which is like wow. included in everything what also me? it's like free <laughs> um and but it's not really like surfing like jordan says it's more like water skiing or like snowboarding and like because like the water is like coming at you. Oh, what? Yeah, it's kind of trippy, but it's cool. It's called the flow rider. So, but you're not like riding the water, you're like riding against the water, kind of. Yeah, yeah. So it's different. It's to- it's different than is surfing. the board like attached to the ground. No, you paddle into it. You don't paddle. It's like it's very shallow and like it's like on like a pad kind of that's shaped like a wave and then you push out from the wall or you can drop in but you have to like work up to dropping in they don't just let you drop in it's not in water no it's water oh (laughs) but there's like a pad that the water is like rushing on it's like super high pressure water coming at you and then you have to like push off from the wall and like show Mm -hmm. that you can stand but you can also boogie board on it but and you're like kind of supposed to boogie board first but we missed like the boogie boarding window so we just like did one quick boogie board to get a feel for it and then Mm -hmm. they only give you two chances to stand up and if you can't do it then like you don't get like in the club to the next level but you can retry every day but okay we, i was gonna be like that's kind of like lame yeah we tried it on day four and five so i'm like had we tried earlier we mm-hmm. might have actually been able to get it but it was like we didn't really get a feel for it right yeah so um but it was still fun like even the two tries were like mm-hmm. and you guys fun. did you it to together it. you yeah. know like everything you did on this trip it was like you did it together yeah it was cool and we like videotaped each other trying it and there was a rock wall also which was also included 
Nice. So, um, which we did one time. I wanted to do the rock wall every day. I was like, that's going to be my workout. I'm going to do the rock wall every single day. But we didn't. It just didn't happen. So mm-hmm. I did it one time. How was it? It was good. I got halfway up, but I was really sore already. So <laughs> I just got halfway up. And then I was like, the next day was going to be going home. And now the next day I actually wasn't super sore. So I'm like, I could have pushed myself to go to the top. But I was like, do I want to push through? Like I was shaking and I was like, I could push through and I could make it to the top. But do I want to, like, deal with the consequences of that tomorrow? Yeah. Like, when I'm just coming back to my babies. And I decided just to, like, that was fun and yeah. didn't do any more. But Jordan made it to the top. Yeah. Um, I want to want to rock climb. Like, it looks cool. Mm-hmm. But I just, like, don't. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, I do. But I'm like if I was renting an apartment and there was a rock climbing wall in the apartment, then maybe I'll get into it. <laughs> but I don't want to like go to an establishment and like do all that. Jordan and I were actually talking about doing that. Like I think we oh both like the idea of it. So. If you do it, then maybe I will. Like it's <laughs> like I want to want to do yeah. it. Yeah, you know. No, I really do want to do it. Also, it's like expensive to go to those gyms. But I mean, what if we just like go to rocks and climb them that's like way scarier but yeah 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 you don't have like the security belt yeah yeah the harness on that you can just i'm not trying to risk my life i don't know i guess Mm. people say that about surfing and i like to surf but yeah dude oh my gosh which reminds me okay i'm sorry no you go you go that sounds exciting yeah well it just reminds me of because we were the next day right so we had that active ship day and that was really beautiful and hung out on the patio all that it was it was good and then we went to the bahamas the next day mm-hmm. and um nassau and we had um we kind of had like a chill morning and then we got off the boat and did like a little shopping like looking for like souvenirs for our family and stuff like that yeah. and it was cool and we were just kind of like waiting until our excursion time which we were going to go so snorkeling and um so yeah we were supposed to go snorkeling but then like last minute it got canceled Hmm. literally when we like went to meet up with our group at 12 30 so we could have done something else for the entire morning and like done a different trip and hung out at the beach all day or something but instead you know our thing got canceled And we ended up just having to, like, walk. Why did it get canceled? Weather. Okay. So it was, like, kind of rainy, and they were, like, there's a storm coming. And then we kind of saw, like, looking out, you could see, like, because we were going to go with the wreath. Mm -hmm. And at the wreath, like, you could see it was, like, the water was kind of choppy. Yeah, yeah. So it could have been. Don't want to. Yeah. Yeah. We went um, snorkeling, too, and it was, like. When we went to Cancun, it was rainy weather, but there were like pockets of sunshine. But we went on like a little speedboat thing and then went snorkeling. And like Alex and I were just like, you know, we're kind of like a little bit more daredevil ish. I was at first I was scared and I was literally holding on to him going, mommy, mommy. <laughs> when we were like skipping across the water in the speedboat. <laughs> and, but then after I realized this is really fun, I was like, yay, woohoo. And not mommy, mommy. And then I ended up driving the speedboat, you know. That's, like, how I do anything brave. It's, like, at first I'm a little biatch. But then I get 
into it. Um, yeah, and then we're snorkeling, and it was, like, choppy, and there was, like, white caps kind of, like, near us in, like, in the ocean because it's not like California where it breaks on the shore. Mm-hmm. And when I started swimming out, I, I found, like, this reef that had, like, a bunch of different communities of fish in there, and I was like, wow, and I was like, swimming closer to it and the guy was like hey come over here and I was like okay one sec and like tried looking more and he was like come over here come over here and I was like what is there like a shark near me or something but then I realized oh it's like probably not the best snorkeling weather where I was going right yeah so that was like the situation when we were gonna go snorkeling that's why it got canceled Mm -hmm. and we ended up walking and we like found and the beach had like Speaking of, like, the trash and other places, like, there was broken glass all over the beach. So it was, like, the white sand and, like, beautiful, like, blue water. But there was broken glass, like, everywhere. So we didn't want to take off our shoes. What? Yeah. Um, What? But it was, it was, we were in the port. Oh. We were in the port. So it was, like, trash from the boats and, like, just touristy, like, I don't know. It was, like... So that was like a bummer, but we ended up, there were people jet skiing mm. in like the little bay. And we're like, I've never been on a jet ski before. And Jordan's family used to own jet skis and have like a jet ski business. So he knows all about jet skis. Oh, and I was like, cool. let's go out on a jet ski. So we did. And it was like the jankiest jet ski. It was like, like it was having a hard time. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> <laughs> it was like coughing. Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh. So did they did they like not go fast? It didn't go like super fast. It went up to 50 was the fastest we got it to go. Boo. But Jordan was <laughs> like, yeah. And Jordan was like, oh man, I was hoping it would be like at least 60. Like that would have been way more fun. But it was mm-hmm. still it was still fun. Um and the guy was like, you know, it was a little bit of a hustle. The guy was like okay you know 120 dollars for 30 minutes and jordan was like my family used to own a jet ski business like we could get this for 60 dollars in california Mm -hmm. and he was like okay 80 for 30 minutes (laughs) oh my god um and then jordan like he had a hundred dollar bill and um so then the guy ended up being like a hundred for 45 and we were just like fine you know, yeah. Um, yeah. you know, support the locals or whatever. So and then we're both like when he waved us back in, we were like, well, I don't think that was 45 minutes. But also we were like done anyway. So it was yeah. OK. And, you know, we were just going around in the bay and had our little time on the jet ski. It was fun and it was cool. The water's like different there. It's way more <laughs> blue. And, you know, but I had to pee so bad. Yeah. And I'm like, you can't get off and pee on a jet ski, right? I mean, we could have, or like, and also Jordan was like, do you want to drive? Like we can switch off. But I was like, what if we tip it? And he was like, well, if it tips, it tips, you could get back on it. And I was like, "Mm, I don't know these waters. Yeah. Like I was like, I don't know what lurks beneath the water. You know what I'm saying? I was kind of like freaked out a little bit. And I told Mm -hmm. him like, I'm just, I'm kind of like, what if there's sharks here? You know, for sure. And, you know, cause the water was like clear, but not that clear. Like you. I couldn't. Sharks are fast. Right. Also, they go, they, they come up. But right. And I was like, I just feel like I remembered hearing something about the Bahamas being like a place where a lot of shark attacks happen, but I wasn't sure. And I was like, I don't know this place. So mm-hmm. I just was like, yeah, I'll just wait. 
And so I held it. We get back, you know, have a nice little walk on the beach and enjoyed that. Did you start to pee? Yes. During the walk? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, we were walking back to the boat. Oh, okay. So, and then we actually walked through a resort, and I used the bathroom at the resort. Oh. And then, yeah. Um, so I used the bathroom at the resort. And then we went back, got back on the boat. And that night was, like, the night that we were really, like, celebrating our anniversary because at midnight it was going to actually be our anniversary. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we went to like a fancier restaurant on the boat where you actually like have to pay for your dinner. Right. <laughs> and it was a hibachi. So cool. we had, and our hibachi chef was super cool um, and super funny. And we really liked him. And we were at the table with like these other people. And we told them like, oh yeah, our excursion got canceled. And they're like, oh, it's probably because of the shark attack. What? Yes. And we were like, what? And they were like, yeah, 10 days ago or like a week ago or something, a woman died on a snorkeling excursion from this cruise line here. And we were like, what? <laughs> They're like, hot gossip. Yeah. They were like, yeah, a lady died. Oh, my gosh. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then Jordan wild. and I looked into it and we saw there was another sh- fatal shark attack, same location, two months before that. So we're like, yeah, I'm so glad I didn't jump in the water to pee because that could have been my last pee of my life. Yeah. Now that you say that, I feel like I've, I know like a friend. Well, I didn't know her, but like a friend of a friend um, died from a shark attack a few years ago. I think she was in the Bahamas, like just swimming from like a boat like they like went out on like a little like yacht or something like that Mm -hmm. that's basically what our our snorkeling thing was going to be like going out on a boat doing the snorkeling Mm -hmm. and then there was like an open bar on the boat and we were going to hang out on this like small boat whatever sounds fun yeah except if you freaking die Um, yeah dude okay (laughs) what you do is you stay in the middle of the pack yeah especially <laughs> that's what i think anytime we go out surfing i'm like i don't want to be on the tail end <laughs> oh my i'm not venturing off too far right oh my gosh i hear you so yeah but the hibachi dinner was really nice and it was fun and we had a good time and we just like enjoyed our last night on the boat wandered around and you know got like a couple drinks we went in the jacuzzi and were people in the coos that night? Yeah, yeah. We, we we had a couple nights where we hung out in the, That's in the cool. coos. I was trying to make friends in the coos that night because it's something like token memory growing up. But, like, mm-hmm. at the resort we went to in Cancun, like, pool time, I guess, like, when the sun set, everyone was, like, done. Oh, that's interesting. I know. I was like, bro, like, no one wants a kick in the jacuzzi, like, adults. Like, that's what the adults do. Whatever. Right. Yeah. No, it was, and it was not because also you have like drinks and the mm-hmm. jacuzzi and, and everything. And then you so make friends fun. and like you learn exactly. about what Canada is like and shit. <laughs> right. So, yeah, that's kind of, we ended up doing that a little bit and then just hanging out in the room, just having like us time to reconnect. And it was really beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like it was really good time, good experience. And then, you know, headed home and I was, able to sleep way better on the plane coming home than I was going there. We had a connecting flight in um, Chicago. Chicago. Yeah. So. Did uh, you get a little Cubs <laughs> jersey on your way home? 
No, no. Yeah. I experienced no Chicago culture at all. <laughs> there was a deep dish place in the airport, and I was like, mm. No, How was it? No. I didn't have it. Oh, <laughs> I was all pizzaed out after the late night pizza place on no. the cruise ship. I We got late night pizza every night except yeah. the last night. Because yeah, after, yeah, yeah the, after a certain point, we were just like done with pizza. pizza. Yeah, you got yeah. yeah, yeah. I was just wondering because anytime that we've traveled to the East Coast, there's like in the Newark airport, there's that pizza place like right it's always like at our terminal mm-hmm. and the pizza's pretty good there i know like it's it's way better than like it we were talking about it when we went to new york we're like we were at the newark airport and we were like yeah if we got this pizza in california at like any pizza <laughs> yeah. joint we would be like that place is pretty good we gotta go back there <laughs> it would be like a destination for yeah. us <laughs> oh my god that being said there are like crappy pizza places on the east coast so you kind of do i mean it's less common for mm-hmm. sure and probably always better than california pizza but yeah they have dominoes and stuff right so yeah headed back it was good to come back and um be with the babies again and we had the eighth night of hanukkah with the family and you know but, um, yeah, definitely still working on, like, getting mm-hmm. back into the swing of things, getting grounded, delving back into, like, my life. And honestly, like, with new resolve, you mm-hmm. know, and with more focus, like, especially after Jordan and I, like, sitting and, like, talking about, like, our life intention or, like, are mm-hmm. my life's vision and my life's mission are like two of the questions it asks in the very beginning of the planner. It's like, these are big questions. Um, yeah, man. But yeah, so we're just trying to, yeah, we're starting to lean into that more and I'm really excited to see how everything unfolds and just really like, I do feel a reconnection with Jordan. I feel like we're closer again. Like, you know, yeah. I feel like, we had some time to like become friends again. Yeah. And like be like the two little teenagers that fell in love. Yeah, exactly. So Aww. it was good. And yeah, and it's funny because like in the beginning of the trip, we were like mom and dad focused on getting things done. And I was like, <laughs> I need to pump and, you know, yeah, whatever. Yeah. And then, you know, by the end of it, we were like, la, la, la. Yeah, yeah. man. Life is but a dream, baby. just messing around um that's really good though that's beautiful i'm glad that you guys had this experience and were able to take that time with like everything that life has thrown at you the past few years you definitely deserve that time to reconnect and you know have those heart to hearts and have those fun memories and things you'll always remember and laugh about Thanks. Yeah, I know that was it was good. And also, like, you know, it's it's cool because like we really like went outside of our means to like make this trip happen. Like we put a lot of it on credit and like, you know, but at the same time, I'm so like I have no regrets. I'm so glad that we did. And we're like, you know, we had to like celebrate our big 10 year with like Mm -hmm. a big celebration because that's yeah. totally our style and and, and because we deserve des- that yeah you deserve it thank like, you 
whether even mentioning like it's on credit or not, it's like you deserve it anyways. Like you're abundant enough to have those experiences. Yeah, future anyways. me is such a baller. She can totally pay for that trip. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And also it's like that's part of that whole like mentality. It's like you don't like, of course, like there's logic, but like enjoy your life like don't mm-hmm. hold yourself back from experiences in your heart that you know that are yours to have you know because where there is a will there's a way yeah absolutely absolutely like it was priceless the experience and for us to have that like reconnecting time and now we're like okay now now we're like business we're like let's get to business and let's like really root in Mm -hmm. and just like form the life that we want in like a really grounded kind of way and you're like taking the time to marinate Mm -hmm. during the vacation to do that so was this like the only vacation you guys have taken one-on-one besides your honeymoon um yeah, I mean, like, we've gone on little, like... To San Diego, like, a yeah. hours away. But you haven't yeah. been on vacation. No, I'm. we've gone to visit family out of state and Not stuff vacation. like that. Yeah. <laughs> not vacation. Right. No, no, no. Definitely. Yeah. For for us, like not going to like a wedding or like mm-hmm. going to spend Christmas with his dad or something like, yes, it is the you know or like a quick little road trip yeah to like san diego or whatever like Mm -hmm. uh, solving or something yeah um no we've never or we've stopped kind of at solving but we never even like went in any we drove through there before it's cool i recommend it but things close early there that's a side note (laughs) anyways (laughs) anyway yeah no we we haven't done anything like that like since our honeymoon and our honeymoon was a like driving road trip through we drove through like Utah, Colorado, Nevada, <laughs> you know, which was cool. Like, and it was mm-hmm. in December, so it was snowing and it was fun. Did we spent some time in like, Vegas. Did you get like hotels or were you yeah. camping? No, no, no. We were, we did, we did hotels and like our aunt got us a hotel in Vegas, like for, okay. you know, a couple days. So we spent a couple days there and then we stopped we made a stop in Colorado, drove through Utah and like, you know, um, but it, and, and we did it to save money too. We were like, let's like, you know, just do like the road trip to save money. Such an early twenties idea. We could have gone on a, we would have, we would have spent less money if we went on a cruise. Yeah. Yeah. It would have been more of like an adventure, like honeymoon feel. And like we would have, for sure spent less money mm-hmm. i went through like similar thing like in my early 20s was like i'm gonna go and save money by just like driving and camping my way up and i was like spending so much money like oh my gosh i know you don't like because the way that it's romanticized yeah. you think that it's like something you can do if you don't have a job yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I'm like, I mean, maybe if you're like panhandling, like, (laughs) dude, Alex and I took like a big road trip. It was like one of the things we did. It really brought us together in our relationship. We spent like so much money. We spent like $9,000, like thinking we were going to save money. And then we got back and we were like, well, shit, we're broke. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, 
Yeah, we spent thousands on our road trip too. I don't even remember how much because it was ten years ago. But yeah. we spent thousands. We yeah. Anyway, for all of you young people who are listening right now, if you're looking for like a budget way to have a vacation or a honeymoon or something like that, like I highly recommend an all-inclusive resort yeah. or a cruise because stuff adds up. It really does. It really does. Like, I mean, unless you're road tripping and you're like a planner <laughs> and you have like canned beans and you remember to bring the can opener and um, <laughs> you have like a thing that you can plug in your like stove to and you can keep it all compact and you have like a place to wash it or, you know, whatever. But like, it's like cool in theory. And, like, in practice, I'm like, fuck, we're buying water. We're buying water everywhere we go. Like, right. And you're like, if you want to take a shower, you have to spend money. Uh-huh. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or just, like, find, like, a, a lake or um, a river. But the lakes and rivers are often dirty. <laughs> like, it's like, oh, here's, like, the Umqua River. And, like, you go and you're like, wow, like, this is, like full of like uh, algae (laughs) (laughs) either that or it's like frigid like ice cold (laughs) it's like not all it's chalked up to be y'all so anyways go live off the land enjoy it (laughs) oh my gosh yeah i would love to live off land that's also something that i learned too where i was like i'm gonna grow my own food like i live in an apartment i'm like i'm gonna grow my own food and it's like so freaking much harder than i ever thought it would be yeah I mean, I think you have to really get into the... Some people just have a green thumb. I don't. I love the idea of it. I want to, like, grow my own food and raise plants and all that. But Mm -hmm. I just, like, I don't naturally have a green thumb. It's, like, a learned skill for me. Totally. We are working on reclaiming that wisdom. You're also part of that journey with us. Absolutely. And then maybe my children will have a green thumb because I'll have, like, cultivated that. But... Anyway, you guys, we are going to close out this episode because we got babies that have needs and we're going to go mom. And um, but, yeah, sending you all so much love in this time of Tevet. Please, you know, enjoy like, or you know, really like uh, if you if you feel any feelings of like anger arising, you know, allow those to be transmuted for the highest good and mm. know that like feel into it. Don't yeah. shut that down. It's there for a reason to serve you. Yeah. There is such thing as, you know, sacred rage and it can fuel goodness in the world as long as you don't let it overcome you, but you just, you know, um, yeah. Lean into your higher power and source and just allow yourself to be a vessel for goodness in the world. Um, And yeah, and also that feminine energy. Yes, call your mom or your (laughs) sister. Tell them you love them. Tell them you love them. And look within, maybe have a circle together or something. Ooh. Light a candle. That said, I actually want to close this out today with a little poem. This is a poem by Emery Hall, and I found her on Instagram. Make peace with all the women you once were. Lay flowers at their feet. 
Offer them incense and honey and forgiveness. Honor them and give them your silence. Listen, bless them and let them be, for they are the bones of the temple you sit in now, for they are the rivers of wisdom leading you toward the sea. I have been a thousand different women. And now you are a mother. <laughs> now I am a mother. Now you are a ghost spider. Now I am ghost spider, who is Spider-Man's mother. <laughs> in, in, you guys didn't know that's part of the multiverse, but ghost spider is Spider-Man's mother. Oh, ghost spider is Gwen Stacy, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, the, the spider woman, this Gwen Stacy. Our children have imagined Yeah, that. is ghost spider and also Spider-Man's mom. <laughs> and Spider-Man wants to play pool with me, so I have to go. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Love you guys. Be well. Talk to you next week. Later.